Welcome to another episode of Signal Fire Radio, a show about ambitious leadership for ambitious leaders. I'm your host, Rob Renz. I am super duper duper pumped about today's episode. I know I say that all the time, but I'm especially excited about this one because I think the three gentlemen that are in the room with me are doing something that I have advocated for, and uh, they have the stones, the, the cojones, the bells, if you will, to actually do it. I'm, I'm not joined by Matt and Evan today. Evan's at work, and Matt's in the production room, and we're too cheap to buy a fifth microphone. So there'll be no banter, no shenanigans, no ballyhoo as he flicks me off from the from the production room. Matt, we still love you, even though you don't get a chance to talk today. I'll jump in. I'll help you out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. So let me introduce everybody. We've got Pat McGuire, George Jamison, who goes by Jamie, yep. and Dave Soler. Now, Dave, you have huge shoes to fill. Oh, boy. Because your wife was a guest on, she was. on Signal yeah. Fire Radio. She crushed it. So. She crushed it. It was one of the most downloaded episodes ever. Well, yeah, yeah, yogi? one of our most downloaded ones. Wow, we, had a, we had a real yogi. We talked about breathing exercise. Matt uncomfortably did yoga on camera. That's true. That was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah, if you haven't seen the video of Matt, like, totally, like, just spacing out yeah. completely, finding, like, a deeper level of meaning, go follow us on Instagram at Signal Fire Radio. We, we, we post the edgy stuff on Instagram. Like, yeah. LinkedIn, we're like a mullet, you know? Like, LinkedIn is, is uh, what do they business. say? Business in the front, yeah. and then Instagram is our, our party in the back. Right. So I appreciate you guys for being here. Thank um, you. Thank you, Rob. You guys are doing something incredible. Um, Pat, I guess uh, we'll start with you. Yeah. Let let our listeners know, like, just a little bit about your military history, yeah. and then the huge leap, pun intended, yeah. uh, that you are about to take. Yeah. Uh, Pat McGuire, um, 15 years active duty military and Marine Corps, obviously here in Campbell June in Wilmington, and currently I'm a special operations officer for uh, MARSOC, Marine Special Operations Command. Um, you know, 2011, I came to MARSOC, and fast forward to 2013, pertinent to, to here in iFly is what, we're, what we'll bring into City Wilmington here is uh, 2013 became a military, uh, what, naval parachutist is what we call them. I guess that's what we're called, but um, parachuting for the military, so, and using them in operations. I fell in love with it and been using it throughout the years, jumping for pay, as we, we call it in the military, but just training and, and, and developing the the skill set as a team and uh, at MARSOC over the years. Uh, 2017 got really hot and heavy with it from the civilian side as well as the military side and just, you know, any chance I could get in between deployments, 11 deployments overall um, in, a, in a short period of time, but any chance I could get, you know, I was, hey, when can I go to the next jump course? When can I go and parachute civilian side or wherever I could? I just love it. Um, and it's Although people don't think so, it's actually very, very safe, and not just statistics-wise. You know, people are like, hey, you know, you could die in a car crash more than you could, or the chance of dying in a car crash are greater than parachuting. But it really is a safe, fun sport. And, um, you know, part of that on the military side is indoor skydiving or using indoor wind tunnels. So we use those for uh, training and skills development in I'd been just using them for years and years and years and been in iFlies in particular. And, um, you know, I, th I said, man, these things are awesome. And why don't we have one in Wilmington? Why doesn't MARSOC have one? Because I just was thinking selfishly on the military side. But, um, you know, that's kind of how the journey began. And that was about now four years ago. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm kind of getting ahead of it. But that's where the journey began. And my thought and my concept of, you know, why don't we have one? Why doesn't MARSOC have one? And wait a minute, Wilmington could use one as well. So yeah. I, I think it's a, it's, I mean, where we've come since 2018, Jamie and I and, and Dave, um, what we didn't bring in, they're part of my family. Yeah. Jamie's my okay. father-in-law and Dave's my brother-in-law. So I'll, I'll stop there. Yeah. Well, I want to, I want to focus in on one other thing and then yeah. Jamie, I definitely want to hear the story from your perspective about when, when Pat approached you. Um, so you said in 2015, 2016, you started thinking about this, like as, well, as a business, like you were. 2013 is when I went to MMPC, which, uh, people have gone to a multi-mission parachute course. It's our free fall course in the military. Mm -hmm. Um, that's kind of when I fell in love with it. As soon as I did it, I was like, hey, how can I get all my civilian certifications? How can I get all this? And it was great. Um, 2017, I really got hot and heavy. Uh, I was on an advanced free fall cadre team testing and evaluating new equipment procedures and implementing them as well. Um, and that was what led to me 
you're not spending hundreds and hundreds of hours in wind tunnels yeah and training in them but having a good time as well and then i kind of just i tell people i just my kind of my vision opened up outside of just me training and you know a couple hours here or there but in between those sessions is when it starts like noticing like hey it's like a tuesday a random tuesday it's not a holiday it's not you know anything going on and the whole place is packed and everybody's having a great time mm-hmm. so i'm like there's something special going on here and that kind of just led into and this was at an iFly that, you had, that yeah. you had this kind of realization. Do you remember where you were? Yeah, Scottsdale, Arizona. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I was always flying to Arizona just because Arizona, if, for those who don't know, is like the skydiving capital of the world. Literally, the, the skydiving championships, global championships are held there. Um, but I had been in several other wind tunnels, some of the older generations. The first wind tunnel was actually in Arizona where we were training. Um, but since then, and since 1998, iFly has opened up and developed, perfected the technology and now are global leaders in that. So you talk about that for a minute then. So you're you're a Marine Corps officer. Yeah. Um and you're you're I, I I feel like from my military experience, like it's really easy to have tunnel vision. Like I am Marine, that is all that I do. Yep. But you saw wider than that and you kind of started planning your exit long before you ever had any yeah. intent of being out of the military, and, and that exit strategy was to own and operate your own business. Yeah, and part of our story is, is just that. So Jamie will, will certainly talk about his background, but Jamie works in executive leadership search, so C-suite level um, recruitment. And you know, over the years, Jamie and I met in 2005 when I met my wife at University of Connecticut, and on my 21st birthday, is when we came down. We won't talk about. Yeah, that. yeah, 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 yeah. you probably- <laughs> <laughs> when we met. But <laughs> but over the years, you know, we've always you know having a pint here or there at the pub, and Jamie's asked, you know, have you ever thought what's next? And I've looked at Jamie as a father figure and a mentor, and said, you know, help me understand how do I define that? And he's always asked me three things: what do you love to do, or where do you want to live? What do you love to do and are passionate about? And then what do you what do you think you're worth in the civilian market? And one of those answers. Um, I could always answer, you know, from, since 2012 on or 11 on, was you know Eastern North Carolina. My wife and I love it from the Northeast, from just outside of Boston, and from Connecticut. And but um, my wife doesn't like the cold, so mm-hmm. we know where we want to live. And then over the years, it was you know what am I passionate about? Several things. I love technology. I love kind of new, innovative, disruptive thinking. Um, but as I continued to skydive and, and use the wind tunnels, I, I remember I talked to Jamie, and this is part of the story again, is I like to skydive. And he's like, okay, well, you know, there's an industry there. There's an industry for everything. There's mm-hmm. an industry for glass. There's an industry for carpets. There's a multi-million dollar industry wherever Knuckle you go. Knucklehead podcasters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but good business now, man. Yeah. Um, and I said, I like to skydive. And he's like, okay, well, that, I think that was like 2014, 15, yeah. something like that. And then a couple of years later, I'm like, wow, as I started to open up and see, I'm like, man, this could be something. I have no idea what it will entail. I've, my joke is, and Jamie and Dave are getting sick of hearing it, I don't know how many S's were in business if it wasn't for autocorrect, right? And <laughs> I don't know, man, but what I do know is what thing the military has taught me and special operations has taught me all around Africa and you know, in Middle East and Germany and Europe is like, hey, there's a lot of problems out there very complex problems, but like put people together, find smart people, find passionate people, you can solve the problem. And it's a huge endeavor. And we we talked about the dollar figure and certainly we can talk about anything about that. But, you know, seeing a huge endeavor that we have, there's been ambition to bring one of these to Wilmington before. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of them are my great close friends. But, you know, sometimes life circumstances, whatever it is, it's like, hey, I just can't take on that problem right now. But me and Jamie are like, let's just figure it out, man. Yeah. We'll figure it out. It's yeah. going to be a while. We're going to learn a lot. We don't, I don't know anything about now the SBA. I don't know about financing. I don't know about land. I don't know about zoning. But we'll figure it out. Yeah. And that's just how it kind of goes. I, th- I think that's the attitude that you that you have to have yeah. in a lot of circumstances. So you mentioned something, and Jamie, I want to ask you about this question. Like at multiple uh, occasions, it sounds like you were kind of coaching Pat on his transition long before long before 100%. he thought about it. Was, was that uh, selfish? intent because you wanted your daughter to have like a, a, a good quality of life or was that coming from a place of experience like your professional experience and executive search and whatnot can you like talk through why did you take such an interest in doing that with pat i guess is the yeah. is the bottom line question that i have for yeah. you yeah, that's a great question and i've always admired pat on a lot of levels one level was i mean 
you know, he went to, he, he was in University of Connecticut on a full ride scholarship, uh, baseball scholarship. He could have played baseball. He could have played pro ball when he left college. He didn't want to do that. He wanted to be a Marine. He's always wanted to be a Marine. And I, you know, I admire that in a, in a person that has a vision of what they want to do. And they just decide that that's what they're going to do. So uh, along the way, uh, you know, it's been my privilege, frankly, to, uh, to kick ideas around with Patrick and to, um, you know, to really uh, explore what life might look like. And he also is not a short-term thinker. He started to think, you know, years ago about what would look, what's it going to look like when I get out of the Marine Corps, because we all know that military service is a limited duration pro proposition. So he came to, to me with this idea of iFly. And uh, I have to give him credit. He did his homework before he, he didn't just come and kind of f off the handle. He had actually told me the same story that he told you. I was in the, I, I was doing military training. I was in the iFly. It was full of civilians. I couldn't believe, you know, it was a Tuesday morning. Mm -hmm. And um, so, okay, that all sounds good. But he also looked into it. He looked into what's it cost to start an iFly. He actually had already, before talking to me, had reached out to iFly, had signed an NDA with them uh, uh, to get the information that he needed about opening up an iFly business, an iFly franchise. And he came to me and he laid it all out. He says, I'm thinking about this uh, as a future business opportunity. And what do you think of it? And I said, Pat, it's brilliant. You should do that. And, uh, and then he, he, you know, it, of course, it's easy for me to say, right? I mean, it's a huge project. <laughs> you take all yeah, the risk. Right, yeah, you should do that. <laughs> and he said, well, great. How'd you like to be my partner in it? And um, it took me about uh, two nanoseconds to say, yeah, I'll do that with you. Yeah. And so uh, here we are. I mean, we had, you know, when I look back uh, at the journey that we've taken, you know, from, from and again, Pat, he Googled business plan mm -hmm, yep. uh, and, then, and, and, and wrote an initial business plan. It was like, I hope we can find that business plan somewhere and keep it. I want to frame it. Yeah, you got to frame it. Because, uh, because, yeah. because it was very rudimentary. Yeah. You know, he had, he, he had pulled some uh, images of skydivers and he had them kind of pasted on the cover, you yeah, know, yeah. in different, in different um, positions. And uh, it would, but you know, it was a it was a really great start, mm -hmm. and he and he was putting uh, everything he had into thinking about it, and so of course I'm going to take that seriously, and um, you know when I think about that, to you know shortly thereafter, he and I went down to Austin and we met with the iFly business team, and uh, actually one of their executives is a former placement of mine, so I uh, w we had a connection there, uh, and had. A, very realistic discussion from day one about what's it like to open an iFly? Is Wilmington a good place to open one? And um, did a lot of work all the way from, you know, I'll tell you, a year ago, right now, a year ago, uh, we were talking to venture capitalists and investors of different sorts to put together the funding plan for this. Patrick was deployed. He was in Iraq. I'll never forget one day. We had a Zoom meeting set up with a bunch of investors, and uh, I get a text message from Pat about 30 minutes before the meeting. He says, hey, I can't join the meeting today. We're under attack. Yeah, op tempo's a little high today. <laughs> not going to make it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, I can, I guess. What a story, I, what a story to tell, though, on the yeah. Zoom call. I mean, like, Pat really wanted to be here. Well, yeah. exactly, you know. Uh, I, I figured, you know, if... Uh, if he can, if he can handle whoever it was that was atta attacking the, yeah. their base, I could handle a few investors. Yeah. And um, so it's been a, uh, you know, it's been a, an amazing journey. And you know, we've got some real wind at our back at this point. You know, we've yeah. developed some momentum. And it's not to say that, you know, that, that uh, there aren't going to be some hurdles um, in the. You know, as as we move forward, there definitely will be. Yeah, but we're going to get this done. Yeah, but it sounds it sounds to me like Pat, there was there's two decisions in and that you made that sort of separated yourself from a good idea and somebody who's willing to take action to see this all the way through. Yeah. Number number one, you, you saw the opportunity, and that's important. Yep. Um, to 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 witness it and then to contextualize it and then go strategically arrange the pieces in your brain. Like, yep. hmm, I want to stay in Eastern North Carolina. There isn't one of these things in Wilmington. Uh, Marsoc is just up the street, as is Camp Lejeune, yeah. and there's also, you know, 
loads of people moving here to Wilmington on a daily basis. So you saw that. But then you took the the necessary steps of putting that plan into action by putting something on paper with the business plan. Yeah. So that was decision point number one. And then number two was having the courage to ask anybody, ir- irrespective of your relationship with them, hey, will you partner with me in this because I think you have experiences, skills, and competencies that I don't possess. Yep. What uh, does that make you special or unique? Uh, no, I don't. I don't. I don't think so. And. The best advice, you know, it, it comes to an advice, and I, as I remember it, I mean, I remember I was in Arlington, living in Arlington in a small apartment um, at the job I was at, and, you know, that's that was part of the journey. Is like, I, I just knew, I'm like, man, as an, I wanted to be an entrepreneur, um, and I'm still going through that process. I won't for one second say that I am, but I, we're there. We're there, and I just, I'm like, okay, well, in my experience, like, where's there a gap? Like, in the military, right, where's there a gap? Fill the gap. Um, and as I experienced it, and as I was looking, I said, hey, this is, one, I wanted to be, have a positive change, be positive in the community, right? And uh, and I, I just saw the gap, and I said, one, it, to me, it was a common sense thing, almost like, for, I, I originally thought as a military, uh, from a military, like, selfishly, like, hey, MARSOC has a very vastly growing jumping program, and then I had been jumping so much and my skills and my team building or team skills had developed so much. I'm like, well, I just know that we need one of these things to develop the program. And I tell the story that literally my wife, Simone, and I, we were driving. I'm like, and I just got back from, it was that Scottsdale trip. And I said, well, we need one of these. Like, why don't we have one? Is there one in the, uh, in the U.S.? Like, is there on a base? Or why, do, why don't we have these? And now going through the, the steps and process, Understanding why there isn't, because of large capital raise, mm-hmm. the um, operating costs, and so on and so forth. But I just knew that there was a gap, and it, Wilmington was there. We love Wilmington. We love eastern North Carolina. So I was like, okay, so at least there's a spot that I can fill. Googling a business plan was interesting. I don't know how many times I did it. It ended up being like nine or ten pages, and very rudimentary, but I fly signed off on it. Yeah. They, they took a look at it, <laughs> <laughs> as rudimentary as it was. But um yeah, it, it it just came to willing to take a chance and, you know, how far are you going to go with it? How much sweat equity was mm-hmm. I willing to put into it? Because, you know, I had a daytime job and a very um, – my, my, my operational and deployment tempo was very high at that point. I was gone for 60 days, back for 60 days. You know, how much time and energy can I put into it? And then also I have a family, right? And so just splitting that time and – I guess what I just tell people is like, hey, you got to be willing to take a chance. I, as I've gone through the Honor Foundation, we haven't talked about that yet, the, the, the Special Operations Transition Program, the Honor Foundation, and they kind of help you develop your why and your next step. But certainly pertinent to this, and no pun intended, but willing to step off the ramp. Mm-hmm. You know, some people, some people stay inside the plane. Some, t- some people are willing to just step off and take a risk and, you know, bring a, bring a, a group of people uh, along with them in the journey. And just figure it out. Like, yeah, it, it's the worst advice, but the best advice. Yeah, the willingness to just hey, I don't have all the answers, but that's fine. Yeah, it, it's totally fine. You never have all the answers, and even going through this, you know, we're going to develop these. We're going to bring a bunch of these up and down the East Coast and the Carolinas, but that's fine. I don't have all those answers. I don't know all those people, but. It'll work out. Yeah. Like, you know, you only got one shot at this thing, so yeah. might as well just take a chance. Dave, I didn't mean to sit, uh, leave you sitting over oh, there on, no. sol- on Solar Island for a second, but, but Pat, oh. just, Pat just touched on something. And, and, and Pat, I, I, I want to ask this question of Dave, and then I want to get your perspective yeah. on it. The Having been a business owner or having being a business owner, um, you can't do anything without people. It's physically impossible to scale a company of any size all by yourself. The best leaders that I know in business find people who do things that they don't do well and and sell them on a vision. There, you guys don't have any guarantee in success in this at all whatsoever, and I think you all know that. Yeah. You have a very high probability because of who you are and what the business is and the market. I think you know the definition of luck is a prepared mind intersecting with the, the right opportunity, opportunity yeah. right? How did your your brother in law? Because I have a brother in law, and if he came to me and was like, "Hey, I want to raise." X millions of dollars and I want to put this thing here, I would have respectfully said, we're good, bud. Like, I'm going to go do my own thing. How, how did you get brought into the, the team on this? Because you were a reserve officer, or you're still active duty officer at the time, right? Still active when, duty okay. at the time. Yeah, correct. kind of tell that story. Yeah, so, um, well, so Pat and Jamie, um, 
are absolutely great mentors and always have been um, ever since I've known them. And it's funny, I went to the University of Connecticut as well, and uh, Pat was there, and his wife Simone were, were there as well, okay. right? But we didn't know each other at the time. Um, and I was actually in the uh, Air Force Reserve. I was working for uh, Live Nation for a while. Um, and I started to talk with Pat about, you know, wanting to go into active duty military, um, wanting to uh, look at the Marine Corps. So he helped me find that route to the Marine Corps um, as, as an officer. So I still have that email, by the way, I sent to you. Yeah, it was that a great motivating email. Yeah, it, was, it was a great email. We, we should almost just pull that up and read that. Did it include the word <laughs> trash and <laughs> Yahoo? And, it, was and a couple, it, it was some incredible advice. DBFB, uh, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So some good stuff. So in, in 2015, I got the opportunity to go to, to, go to OCS. Um, so again, Pat was very helpful to me in that, that point of time, helping me make that transition out of my civilian career at the time into mm. active duty, uh, active duty military. Um, and so I was a, I was a supply officer. Um, and then, uh, once I, uh, I got orders after, uh, my first tour in supply to, to go to recruiting duty, which, uh, is, is a beast in and of its own. Um, and I was doing an MBA program while on recruiting duty. So, you know, waking up at four, five in the morning, doing classes, going to work, you know, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Um, and, you know, and then as I was getting through the tour on recruiting duty and like wrapping up the MBA, I was kind of thinking, you know, I wasn't too excited about going back and doing doing the, the supply officer gig again. Um, and so I was starting those conversations with, you know, Jamie and Pat and uh, certainly with my wife, Bernadette. Um, and, you know, she's kind of pointed out to me, she's like, you know, you don't you don't really sound all that excited about uh, about you know, going back and doing another tour. So, you know, maybe, maybe we start looking at other options. So, um, you know, it, it was funny. Uh, uh, the, the iFly idea was something I heard, you know, Pat mention, um, you know, never, never really knew, like, you know, I, I knew he would do it. Um, Cause again, like, like, I know we say like, there's no guarantee, but like this team doesn't fail. Like mm -hmm. Pat doesn't fail, Jamie doesn't fail. Like I don't fail, you know, like we're, we're gonna make it happen. Um, so, you know, I heard them kind of talking about this, wasn't really in the conversation at the point, but uh, once I made my decision and said, yep, I'm, I'm transitioning, this is, uh, I'm going to, you know, move on to the next part of my career. Um, Pat was deployed at the time and, he, you know, he shot me a message over WhatsApp or yeah. Signal or something yeah, and like said, uh, how do you feel about running an iFly? And, you know, I, I kind of laughed it off and joked, I was like, yeah, sounds great. You know, yeah, and, yeah. and then didn't hear anything for a little while and I was doing a bunch of interviews and, uh you know, feeling out different companies and seeing if I found anything that I, I really um, liked or in was interested in. Um, and then, you know, Jamie brought it up to me and said, uh, said, well, what do you think? We, we, we think we, we need you to be a full-time guy down there and, uh, you know, kind of, well, uh, you know, to move down to Wilmington and kind of, you know, take on a lot of things, you know, while, while we're both, you know, involved in our, in our um, full-time careers. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, that, that sounds like an interesting, you know, perspective. Let me think on it a little bit and, um, you know, see if this works and certainly talk about it with Bernadette, who was, you know, always very supportive of, uh, of uh, every avenue that we were looking at. Um, and then one night we just jumped on a call, um, yeah. the three of us, and uh, you were still deployed at right. the time, Pat. And, um, you know, they're like, well, what do you think? I was like, yep, let's do it. Like, yeah. this, this is... You know, like while while things don't always feel certain, like like we said, we, we figure it out, we find a way, we meet the people, we have the discussions we need to have, um, and and this team is going to succeed in this project because because we, we all have that attitude of we're gonna, we're going to get this done, we're going to bring something truly great and amazing to the city of Wilmington. We actually live together, like so we, outside of like all the moves when they were in Maryland, I was staying at their house because it was just over the Virginia border when I was up in that job. So they were always like involved in the conversations because, uh, you know, Bernadette was always, who's an entrepreneur herself in her business. And she was like, hey, what are you guys doing? You were sharing, whether it's books or something, they were always involved. And that's what it was. It was just like, well, hopefully, you know, good luck in your search. You want to run an iFly? Yeah. And then it was my wife, it was Simone, my wife. And it was one, I think it had to be May or so, or she just said, because I asked, I just hadn't talked to you. Like, Has he found anything yet? And she's like, I'm not sure. I'm like, and she's like, well, what about, like, you and my dad are still working. Like, like how's your progress? I'm like, it's going good. Like, we're doing pitches every other day or you know, a couple times a week. She's like, why don't you bring him on? And, you know, we'll figure out whatever that looks like employment-wise. But, like, he'd be perfect. I was like, yeah, he would. And that's, you know, we just came together on the conversation. You got to give credit where credit is. Yeah. I mean, Simone is the one who came up with this. Yeah. Idea. yeah. And then Simone <laughs> actually, you know, um, at least for, this is the way I believe it all materialized. Simone cooked up the idea. She talked it over with Pat. 
Then she talked it over with Bernadette. Yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> then she talked it over with me. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and when when she when Simone said um, called me and said, "Hey, what do you think about this idea?" Instantly, that would that would be fantastic. Wow, what a great idea, Simone. I said, well, how do you think Bernard will feel? She says, well, I've already talked to her about it. It's a done deal. She went really didn't like, have a choice, Dave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, shored everything up yeah. prior to so going to that. Shored it all up. So, I mean, yeah. the bad news here, Dave, is actually you were the last one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had a choice. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. Kind of. Man, it's so funny because uh, my, my wife operates the exact same way. It's like, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure that there's a lot of wives and women that this is exactly what they do. They just, like, put little seeds of the ideas yeah. in your head. And then, and then work behind the scenes without you even knowing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, all those things come into place, and here we are, like, hell yeah, yeah I assembled the best yeah, team yeah, yeah. ever. And then, like, you, t- you pause for a minute and be like, I didn't do any of that yeah, shit. Yeah. She did it all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, is she your oldest daughter? She's my oldest. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, and, um, uh, and, you know, the truth is, though, that we do have the best team ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, uh, it was a brilliant idea, and it's uh, such. Such an honor to be in business with both of my sons-in-law, yeah. and um, uh, and you know very exciting. And it, you know the truth is that Dave um, uh, has was allowed a, is basically the gasoline we could throw on the fire yep. uh, to to really make 100%. this thing happen and keep yeah. it in high gear. So let's shift gears a little bit. Um, it, you guys are doing something unique mm-hmm. in that. Um, you're raising well actually let me let me set the ground stage with this basically everybody that you've partnered with here in Wilmington to help execute the project has all come from the veteran business collective am I correct in saying that yeah yeah okay. I mean support wise yeah yeah so so the one that I, I we've had we had John Panaccione on as a guest early early on um, in in the signal fire radio uh, development and I've always been fascinated with his method of fundraising. So yep. basically if I can if I can do John justice, in twenty twelve the Jobs Act was was implemented into law, yep. which broke down the barriers of entry for people to invest in yep. small businesses. Yep. There's a number of different ways you can do it. You guys could sell common stock, you could sell bond, you could give up equity. Um, but at the end of the day, you're proving your market while also or testing your market, I should say, testing your market while raising money to build and open up in iFly in this case. Yep. The, the other nice thing about it is, is your investors, accredited or non-accredited, get some kind of benefit back from you, whether that's a discount, merch, the, the emotional paycheck of saying, I invested in my community yep. and I supported a veteran-owned business. Um, talk through why you guys chose, uh, Pat, if you will, yep. to, to raise capital that way. Yeah. Well, first off, we'll say, um, and we're very, I'm very proud of this. You know, we got a great loan through the SBA. Um, it's, it's approved through our lender, um, but it's not all of what we need, a significant portion of that. And, um, you know, go to the SBA for final approval, final stamp, which we're very confident that that'll come here in a couple of weeks. Uh, but the other portion of that is, you know, we just need, there's a, that, that last portion of capital that uh, we need to get over the hump. Um, and our introduction was through the VBC Veteran Business Collective, who I was introduced through, uh, you know, a, a friend at work came down, and um, they had introduced us to John at Full Capital. And John offers, and I'll uh, absolutely put the plug out there, John offers a free workshop for crowdsourcing. Crowdsourcing, just in layman's terms, is, you know, using uh, outside of the traditional ways of raising money, which is, you know, a loan through a bank or the SBA and or venture capitalists, people with a lot of money who want to invest money, but ultimately they want a, 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 a larger return out of it. Well, they want the return out of it at a certain period of time and or other factors. And then there's the crowdsourcing aspect. And, and when John goes through his workshop, you know, there's, there's some really great facts out of crowdsourcing. People think of crowdsourcing as kind of GoFundMe, which um, there is an aspect to that, but on the crowdsourcing, the SEC regulated portion of that, it's, it's more than that. And investors get to invest, support, they get a percentage return. As, as, you, as you mentioned as well, as perks um, in the business itself. And, you know, me and Dave actually sat on the first one, Jamie shortly thereafter, and our honest feedback after we finished it, and John's not a salesman, he's a great, he, he tells the story correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, we got off it like, man, I wish we knew about this six months earlier. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But still, you know, we're very proud that we have a great loan in place. A, a, a lender is New Tech. I'll put a shout out to them. Um, where we are right now, they're 
they're investing in us, they're investing in the, in the dream, and they know the business model is proven and extremely profitable and, and, and does well. Um, and then, you know, we said, hey, we, we got to get over this last time. Could we go out and, and get a couple of investors to sell some equity? Yeah, you know, we know we can. There's been some interest in there. But also, like you said, you know, it's, it's almost like a, a, a test portion of the market, not just, well, certainly within Wilmington, but also nationally, right? You give the opportunity of people to invest uh, in a great business, a great model, a great leadership team, and something that's, uh, I kind of said, a great business, right? So, hey, for you know, a minimum of $2,000, you know, maximum, which is quite higher than that, you know, $250,000, the perks go up and down, and certainly the return as well. But invest in a great team, a great concept, invest in your community, and, and whether that's Wilmington itself, but also the veteran community, uh, veteran business owners, mm -hmm. but also just, uh, you know, just an idea of, hey, what I always tell people is, hey, man, this isn't a scam. And I'm not saying anything, any businesses are a scam. You go in one of these things, everybody has a great time. Everybody comes out a winner in this. And, you know, for the crowdsourcing, people love the return. They're going to enjoy it. And, you know, they get a chance to invest in a great company. Yeah, I think that's part of what has made me so excited, knowing that you guys were bringing one of these to Wilmington, is yeah. that I've been to one. I, when I was still in corporate, um, you know, I had, a, I had a quarterly sales conference. I flew all of my team into Dallas. Um, you know, we stayed right across from the SMU campus. We, we worked together. We learned. And then, like, as part of our team building event, I took them to the iFly. Yeah. Um, and it was it was sales or my sales team. It was our operations staff. It was our support team. It was like 15 to 20 people. Yeah. And the experience from it, um, you know, was uh, from the get-go outside of Dallas traffic um, <laughs> was, was phenomenal. Walk in friendly people right up front. There's anticipation building with everybody because yeah. they know they're going to do something they've never done before. Yep. And and it's okay because you've got, like, those kids that y'all hire that get in those tubes that yeah. flip all around in there, that run up the wall. I mean, it's insane. It's insane. What the, are you, can you do all that right no, now? I can't, man. Okay. I can't. So part of that, in you know, just as a side, Dave and I, when we were going through our negotiations with iFly, and again, proud to say we, we've Officially signed with iFly, franchised agreements, software agreements, uh, all, all that stuff. Proud to say that we signed with them. You know, we we own partially a wind tunnel, but we, we you know we we have it. We've locked in, and this thing is coming. Mm -hmm. um, and we we're awesome about that. But in the negotiations of it, I was like, because I, I mean, I'm hundreds and thousands of hours in, in wind tunnels. That's all I've spent in these things because how much I needed to train. And I can fly on my back a little bit, but. What they do, the flight instructors? Yeah. Not yet. But we try to negotiate into the contract. They're like, well, that's going to be a little bit more. I'm like, all right, maybe I can learn on the back <laughs> yeah, side. Yeah, my, my lad will be your guy, man. My lad, yeah, just yeah. Let, Matt, let Matt go in there, and he'll be running yeah, up the walls in no time. Pat's being too humble because when he when he flies in there, he's he's doing all sorts of things. Yeah. He's going up and down, touching the walls. I mean, he's got it down. I've I've only been in the tunnels, um, well, twice now I've flown, and uh, – you know, the, you start to get a little bit, you know, maybe a little bit overconfident or confident yeah. there because, you're, you know, you're flying. Yeah, and all of a sudden you're laying yeah. on the ground <laughs> and you're like, how did I get down here and how do I get back up? And once you're like, you know, you're flying and they, they may like look at you and be like, okay, like, let me show you something. So, yeah. you're like, you turn your hand and you start like moving yourself and yeah. it starts to feel really good. You're like, I got this, I got yeah. this. And then for me, you know, I maybe turned a little bit too far and next thing I know I'm upside down in the guy in the yeah. instructor's arms and that's a pretty humbling feeling. Yeah, yeah. He's holding be, you yeah. like a baby. Yeah, you're being right? cradled. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. You're okay. Well, the, I, I still get text messages from my team to this day that talk about their experience at iFly. Yeah. And, and Jamie, you mentioned it uh, when we were doing some work earlier, three distinct areas of revenue generation for you guys. Number yeah. one, the military community. Yep. There's there's still only one wind tunnel. It's in Arizona. So there's well, I mean, there's, like a military owned and operated. Uh, military, well, I mean, there's a bunch. The closest one, actually, we got one up in Fayetteville. I'll put a shout out to those guys. They're great people. The Denunzio family who own Pericle. That's a privately owned one, um, but they certainly leverage the Fort Bragg uh, special operations community. And, and certainly it's still another day trip. Mm -hmm. um, it's lodging, per diem, all that yeah. stuff for, for our Marine Corps community that and it's nights away from home, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, we think it just makes sense to have one locally. Yeah. So, so you've got you've got the military opportunity. You've got uh, Joe Blow, the Wilmingtonian, who uh, wants yeah. to take his wife and kids for a fun date night or or family fun. And then you've also got three and a half million tourists. Yo, you've got tourists, three and a half million yeah, tourists. Yeah, for sure. Coming, and I do want to talk about that yeah. and what that impact is going to be for our region. But then you've also got you know small, medium sized businesses who want to do team building events. Sure. But you've also got corporate. We've got a ton of them in town yep. um, that that can come and and have a team building event and activity like I did in Dallas. Did I summarize kind of like where for if, if somebody's watching this going, I want to invest in this. Yeah. I 
believe in the team. Um, I believe in the concept, but where's the money going to come from? Who's the market? Is that, did I summarize that correctly? Yeah. So it's, um, you, you did. It's, it's just recreation, local recreation. Um, you know, everything from, uh, birthday parties to, you know, just coming in, uh, uh, you know, with your family or a few friends, uh, to try it out. It's funny. Uh, you know, I've gone to different iFlies around the country and just sat in the parking lot and see who comes in, you know, and it's a, it's a car full of young women who are on a bachelorette party. It's Mm -hmm. a, you know, it's, it's, it's a family with kids. It's, uh, you know, a few guys, uh, in for an adventure. It's professional skydivers who, uh, who wanted practice. Um, so, you know, there's, there's a, just a very significant market there. Secondly, there's a military training opportunity. I mean, this is, there, we have over 2,000 um, uh, combat skydivers at, uh, in Camp Lejeune, mm-hmm. and they all need training yeah. uh, in wind tunnels. So there's, you know, there's, there's a good market there. And a whole other battalion of Raiders coming yeah, that's true. not too long down the road, yeah. right? So that market segment's going to grow. Out of that that yeah. market segment's going to grow. Uh, and then, you know, and then there's tourists. You know, there's, there's uh, again, Three and a half million tourists a year come to Wilmington and to, to the you know these these coastal uh, counties right mm-hmm. here that we're going to be um, uh, serving, and um, you know they bring uh, about uh, you know almost two billion dollars in economic in money in economic activity to this area, and 175 million of that is just going out and having fun, not including going out to eat. Just going out and looking for fun stuff to do. Mm-hmm. So you know, there's and that continues to grow every year. So there's uh, you know, there's just a lot of the, the economics are there. But we took a really hard look at yeah. it. Yeah. I, yeah, I will tell you. And you know what's wonderful about this for the community of Wilmington is that iFlies and the advantages that iFlies bring, are, for the most part are the privilege of large cities. So there's one in Charlotte, for instance, you know, and so the kids in Charlotte, they get to go to a STEM program in an iFly facility that the, the local students here, I mean, yeah, they could all put them on a school bus and ride them over to Charlotte to mm-hmm. do it, but they're gonna, we're gonna have that here. And that's, that applies to, um, and STEM is a, you know, is a big program, it's a nationwide program. iFly is the number one STEM science, technology, engineering, and math. The, the um, iFly is the largest STEM program in the country. And right now it's not available to the students of Wilmington, but it will be when we get this f- facility open. So it, uh, there's a, um, you know, you, when you're investing, yes, you're going to get a good return on your money. That's our, at least that's our business plan. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're also going to be investing in the community in, in bringing an asset to this community that is going to set Wilmington apart from any other place in the coastal Carolinas. Yeah, Dave, um, on on the the tourism vein, we moved to Wilmington uh, because of the lifestyle, the beach, the downtown. We we chose it specifically because it didn't feel like a tourism town, right? You can go yeah. to you can go to Myrtle Beach and they've got the Broadway, the boardwalk thing, which just feels kitschy. It feels touristy. There's a, there's miniature and I'm not I'm not saying anything bad about Myrtle Beach. I like Myrtle Beach a lot. So Myrtle Beach, South Carolinians, y'all don't get on me on that. We're we gonna bring one there too. Trust but, me. But Wilmington, yeah, yeah. But Wilmington does it. It doesn't have that tourism feel. You know, there isn't a Ripley's, believe it or not, like most beach towns. There aren't a ton of putt putt golf courses and mini water parks and stuff like that. Hell, we don't even have a lot of resorts. Uh, you know, we've got yeah. a few small resorts out on Wrightsville Beach, but not like you know Marriott hasn't come and plopped down a 150 acre yeah. facility with spa and tennis and golf and all that stuff. We don't have any of that. So, on the one part of me loves that because we have industry here. Yeah. We're, we're booming in pharmacological uh, research and fintech is a huge growing segment here with Live Oak Bank and Encino and. And there's more and more people moving here and more companies and emerging sectors that are investing here. Um, and I, I, on the other hand, we don't really have much to offer people to do when they come here. So how are you going to, as, as kind of the day-to-day operator, you'll be managing a lot of the relationships with the local businesses here. How do you encourage this uh, in terms of participation from the community who's here, 
balancing that very delicate line that we're walking on in Wilmington of not being an overly tourist town, but having an attraction, because I'm willing to bet a hundred bucks that you guys aren't going to be the first, you guys are the first, probably in a long line of businesses that are now going to go, oh, well, there's an iFly there. We should open uh, one of those go-kart yeah. places down at the Kmart yeah. on, on North College yeah. that has sat empty for forever and ever. And you'll start to see more of these kind of anchor type businesses come. I know I asked a long, long <laughs> question. There's probably a million different things to unpack in there, but how are you thinking about that from like the operator standpoint? Right. Well, you're hundred percent right. Wilmington does have a very interesting feel to it where it is this, you know, hub of all of these people moving to Wilmington, North Carolina, um, all this tourism coming here every single year, but it does not have that, that, uh, big city or big uh, tourist attraction feel to it. It's it's the beach and, and people come here to, to really enjoy the, that aspect of the of the city. Um, for for the, the day-to-day aspect of it and how we're you know kind of gonna branch that, I mean we're we're going to be an asset to the city and, and all the all the uh, companies that are here are going to utilize our facility um, for, for training and corporate events and integrating with all the different social networks here uh, to to really be a staple of this town. We we want everybody to feel like this is this is their iFly this is you know iFly Wilmington is, is for them um, you know the, the tourists are going to come and it, it's going to be you know something something great for them to do um, on on their time that they're here but ultimately our, our facility is going to be here year-round it's not it's not going anywhere so this is for the for the people of Wilmington and, and all the tourists that come here to visit uh, so when we're when we're thinking about you know our, our day-to-day you know we're, we're going to be reaching out to all these uh you know all the corporations that are here all the people that are here and making it a great experience for them and then additionally you know targeting you know our our marketing towards those that come down to uh coastal the coastal carolinas wilmington particularly um to you know have a a great experience while they're here in town and always want to come back here to wilmington every single year you know when they have their you know their vacation time every single year we want them coming here to wilmington spending their money here and being in our wind tunnel yeah before you said, does he just like prepare? Yeah, that's you know, he's like, I'm going to talk for one minute. I'm going to hit all it. these talking points. <laughs> and then it's just like, it, yeah. by the end of it, you're like, well, that's just a perfect answer. Yeah. My, my wife will tell you that I don't talk. It's that, scene out, <laughs> it's, that, it's that scene out of old school when Will Ferrell's uh, debating um, uh, James Carville. Yeah. And he's like, I have no response. Yeah. <laughs> whatsoever. I just blacked you, out. Yeah, I just blacked out. What are you going to say, Pat? <laughs> no, I was just say, I mean, that's that's when I go back to my my comment earlier. Like, it's not a scam. Anybody who's ever been in an iFly, mm-hmm. it's, it's if you take it, an example of a leadership, um, leadership team coming in, like, like you were describing, mm-hmm. right? When you know you're going to an iFly, or when you know you go into a corporate event, you know, we do it in the Marine Corps, right? Mandatory fun, right? Yeah. We call that. And you're just like, oh, God, I got to go. But anybody, one, who's experienced it, no, like, man, this is awesome, dude. I, I, that was my original concept is every single person in here, every kid, every parent, whether they're, con- they're participating in flying or not, like seeing their kid with the biggest smile they've ever had. Yeah. It's a sport, by yeah. the way, right? We didn't talk about that. It's a sport that's going to be in the Paris 2024 Olympics as an exhibition, which is the precursor and going to be approved as an Olympic sport. Right, same kind of way that BMX was came in the Olympic biking and all that stuff. Now they're Olympic sports. It's it's going to be an Olympic sport, and you know we say it, we're going to send an Olympian mm. from Wilmington to fly and all that craziness. You when you go on you know you go on YouTube and see they got the instructors jumping and going everywhere. It's a it's a dance. It's a sport. It's fun. It's awesome. All abilities night. You know everybody from all abilities, regardless of where they come from, ages three to one hundred and three years old. We've flown people. I can't wait. Like I'm dying to get it open. And my daughter's dying for to get it open. She's seven. My son, who's three, to put them in there, and I know they're just they're gonna click with it instantly. Yeah. And to see their skill, there's a skills development program that goes along with it. We're gonna have a sports league that goes along with that as well. Uh, our friends up in iFly Virginia Beach have kind of set some of that stage. Similar market, local tourism as military. Mm-hmm. You know, they they've kind of set the standard in, in terms of you know it, it is a sport, and you can bring a team in, and you can compete nationally. Through you know some of the uh, you know interact the, the internet and all that stuff, and you can compete against each other. There's a system of lights that we have installed in the facility that's going to be installed facility as a competition. There's so much aspects and so much positivity behind it. To me, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. and actually, I would just want to make one point because what sets this apart from a go-kart park? This is a sophisticated, multi-million-dollar high-tech facility. Mm-hmm. That, um, that is really going to be an asset to the community. The other thing that's really fascinating about it is, you know, there's, there's um, 
there's no impact on the environment. It's totally clean. We're yeah. going to use um, um, uh, energy, you know, high high um, renewable energy, uh, green renewable energy yeah. uh, technology. On on, it's not going to completely power it, but it's going to contribute to the electrical mm -hmm. grid here. Um, it it is so there are no emissions, uh, and and frankly, interestingly enough, that we keep talking about all these people that are going to come to it, but on a on a you know an hourly basis, there's virtually no impact on the traffic patterns. There, uh, there, it's about four to six cars every 30 minutes coming in and out of the iFly. Yeah. And, and that's when we're running full-blown, full capacity. So, I mean, for, for a community like Wilmington, I mean, it's, frankly, it's all upside. Yeah, yeah. it's ideal. Yeah, absolutely. Matt just wrote up in CRAN because he didn't know what STEM meant. That's good, Marine. STEM s stands for science, technology, engineering, and math. Yeah. And big, my, my seven, six, almost seven-year-old daughter loves doing it yep. i think i think that is going to be very well received yeah within the community yeah and i'll, I'll take all the free chicken i can get so if anybody goes on youtube <laughs> and, and types in ifly stem you can see the different videos um and it's incredible yeah it, to to learn the one the physics of indoor body flight that's the internationally recognized um sport uh, but indoor body flight, how your body moves in the in the wind tunnel, how the actual structure itself, the the indoor wind tunnel, the the fans that are on top of the building, and how the recirculating air blows 120 miles up to 120 miles an hour of wind to on a cushion of air, which you fly, and anywhere from six feet off the the mesh netting, which which you can see there in some of the videos, you can go up 30 feet right? yeah. and and experience that. And man, it, it's the the videos that are out there and that uh, I fly and corporate has developed the dream of flight it, that's what it is man it's, yeah. it's the dream of human flight and every that's just you know sitting on your belly and then when you see what the instructors can do and manipulate their bodies and and, and go all around even the simplest move of your hand and what it does to you like dave was kind of explaining we go through the physics of that and then the, again the engineering of the building itself and how it all works and there's fun activities to bring in there they do a, a cool um a water a water display they pour water out in the air and you can see it all float it's almost like you're in like the space station yeah i've seen some of those videos and and, the, and so they get some of those programs, um, and then they all get to fly themselves, right? They all get to experience it and just have a great time. Yeah. yeah it's cool. I'm sufficiently convinced. I was convinced <laughs> before you guys yeah, came no, in no, here. But I'm even more convinced now yeah. um, that, uh, that this is going to be excellent for the community. Yeah. I, I don't think we can really even measure the impact in, in you know, ones and zeros yeah. that it'll have on our local community here. But um, I know for you guys personally – like I'm, I've I've been sitting on my hor high horse about veteran entrepreneurship, and I know there's other people that have gone before me that have done the exact same thing. So to like see some fellow risk takers, yep. um, but but you know singularly focused on your purpose yep. um, is encouraging to me. And I know hell that's that's why Matt and I started Signal Fire. Like that, to define what this company is is like we wanted to be a small spark that helped to ignite. A great forest, yeah. um, and and you guys are all an embodiment of that. And I hope that other people are paying attention, and they're equally encouraged, uh, motivated um, to to go do the exact same thing for let me, themselves. Let me throw a shout out to yeah. you guys, man. I mean, and this to the VBC overall again, Veteran Business Collective, led by Chase Roth, um, and, and part of Signal Fire here. But y'all, yourself and Matt and, and Scott, I mean, what you guys have done for us internally, not anywhere business wise. Um, that spark you're talking about that yeah. truly you know we were still trying to figure out like hey where's our spot in the community um and then when i heard about the vbc and got introduced to it to me dave jamie we were instantly like click 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 opportunities I could network to him 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 but then having a conversation to see you guys enthusiasm and bringing us in and yeah and wanted to partner with us man it's been awesome and like, you can feel it I'll, I'll say the veteran community but just the the wilmington community overall yeah the the impact what you guys have and where you're going that's awesome. Man, that, yeah, thank to, you, man. That means the world coming from you to me. It really, it really, really does. And you're right. Um, I've tried to, I've tried to just use my words to impress that upon people. Mm. Um, I, you can feel, and I know that we're even at the ground floor of something extremely special, yeah. because there's so many people like the four of us sitting in this room, and the two in the production studio, and then our our community broader at large that are coming together yeah. to make a real impact, and more importantly. Do it for the right reasons. Exactly. Yes, yeah. we all want to make money. Yeah. Okay, I'm a capitalist. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do want to make money. I don't do business because it makes me feel good. Yeah. 
but my businesses make me feel good, yeah. especially when I can see the impact that it's having on other people. Yeah. Um, and, and, and it's, you know, grabbing somebody and saying, no, you, hell yeah, you can do this. You yeah. can absolutely do it. Bet on yourself. Yeah. Bet on yourself. So yeah. um, I thank you guys all for being here. Yeah. This was one of the most fun episodes I've ever had, Matt. Even though you can't say anything, Matt's nodding in agreement. <laughs> Sorry, everybody, that Matt didn't get to participate in this episode. I promise you we'll buy a fifth mic. Um, uh, where do you guys want folks to go uh, to participate in the, in the crowdsource or to learn more about iFly Wilmington? Like, do, yeah. what are, what are, where's, where's next for people to, to find out more about it? Yeah, well, uh, for the crowdsourcing piece of it, um, you know, we'd love to be a part of the journey and be a part of uh, our team, right? And you'll absolutely be a part of the family as well. So fullacapital.com. Uh, we're going to launch our crowdsourcing campaign March 15th. We're, we're finishing all of the, you know, uh, dotting the I's and crossing the T's right now. But March 15th, you can expect that out. Huge shout out to, again to Signal Fire for helping us develop that. Um, and right now, we're individually, we're all on LinkedIn. You know, Patrick McGuire, Dave Soler, George Jameson. Uh, but certainly, we're, we're going to start up our own iFly Wilmington pages here across the social media campaigns, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, so on and so mm -hmm. forth. So that'll be coming to you, and we'll, sure to, uh, and, we'll be sure to launch it. And FOLA is F-O-L-L-A, yeah. capital.com. Yeah, yeah, which which uh, uh, is for all of us, means for for all of us, I think. All of us is it's written backwards. I have yeah. to I have to go back into the archives yeah. and check out John named it. I know it's an Italian word too yeah. as well. Of course, <laughs> Panicione yeah. would right. name his would name his his uh, capital capital group after some Italian word. Yeah. So fullacapital.com. Yeah, please, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, March fifteenth. Yeah. Go there. Share this message far and wide. The great thing about this is is like we yes we want people in the, the city of Wilmington to invest in this, yeah. but there's no there's no barriers. There's the no internet. boundaries. Yeah. It's the internet, man. Yeah, it's world if you can buy nfts yeah you know NFTs. or you I'm can still trying to figure them out i'm still trying joe to figure Rogan it out has, i don't know what he's trying to do <laughs> joe Rogan yeah. figured it out yeah uh, well our buddy rich has a podcast nft for newbies if you want to learn about nfts this is not the place to yeah. do it but <laughs> but i will encourage people to invest in a brick and mortar business with a proven concept yeah. and one hell of a good management team and i believe you dave exactly what it is that you say there's no room for failure for y'all. Yeah. Um, and so I'm just really pumped for what the future has. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of Signal Fire Radio. Until next time, go out and feed your mind, strengthen your body, enrich your spirit, and grow your tribe, and go be a Signal Fire in your community. We will talk to you next week. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. So